Hi, it's Dune here, your host and hype girl. And before we dive into today's episode, I want you to take a hot second to reflect. What's that passion, unique experience, or knowledge you have itching to be shared with the world? For me, it's always been about guiding you and cheerleading incredible women to start your businesses. So what's your thing? You see, everyone's got something they excel at, something they just can't stop talking about. And it turns out that one of the best ways to monetize those passions is through sharing that thing with the world as a digital course product. My life's work has been to chat with more than 600, 7, 8, and 9-figure e-commerce founders. And it's through those conversations that have led me to creating a foolproof playbook and my go-to guide for early-stage founders in the form of my first-ever digital program, e-commerce fundamentals. But it wouldn't have been possible without Thinkific. The beauty of this platform lies in its simplicity. Cute templates and a super easy to use editor. No coding headaches, no tech-induced stress, just pure focus on what matters most, the content. So if you've ever been curious about building a course to teach your passion, this is the way to do it. The genuine support from the Thinkific team turns it from this lonely, confusing headache into the most fulfilling and easy project. Go to the link in my show notes to get a free trial on me. This is Jennifer Neville for Female Startup Club. Welcome back to the show. It's Dune here, your host and hype girl in business. If you're new here, every week we learn from seven, eight, and nine-figure female founders to understand their blueprint in business when it comes to money, marketing, and mistakes. Women like Jennifer Neville, the founder of Live Zen with Jen. Jen is a former professional golfer turned celebrity astrologer and YouTube psychic. Yep. You heard that right. It's a little different today. Jen has found her path helping people find their passion and purpose in life through astrology and spirituality. A true thought leader in the space, she mixes a bit of the practical with the magical in order to help people reach their maximum potential. This episode is a little different from our usual episodes, but I think you're going to absolutely love diving into the how and why of how Jennifer built this business and created her dream life. In this episode, we're talking through her transition from professional sports to entrepreneurship. We dive into the nitty gritty of what it means to create a successful YouTube channel these days and what the business model looks like when you're following a path like this one. We also did a tarot reading on me, your host and hype girl, as Jen lays my soul bare for everyone to see. This was a first for me, so please bear with me on it. Alrighty, let's get straight into this episode. This is Jen for Female Startup Club. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Jennifer, hi. Welcome to the Female Startup Club podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited for today. How's your day going? What time is it for you? Where are you? <laughs> I am in Tampa, Florida. So right now it is 11 a.m. So I'm just getting my day started or I've already sort of done a little bit of work today. So just getting to break up the day with this quick little interview. I love that. How do you like to start your day and kind of set yourself up for having a great day? So I feel like it varies. I'm not somebody who has like a strict morning routine. I really like to every morning check in with myself and see what I feel like doing. So say if I have a heavy work day, um, I might focus more of my energy and attention to getting some of that work done first thing in the morning. That's when I have the most energy. And then Some mornings I don't have like that jam-packed of a schedule. So I'm like, okay, well, let's go on our little hot girl walk this morning and grab a coffee and (laughs) see what inspiration takes over. Oh my God, I love that. That resonates with me so much. I'm someone that's like very mood driven. I hate making plans in advance. I need to just be like, what is the mood of today? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) What's today going to look like when I wake up? I'm really excited about today. It's a little different to what we usually have on the show in terms of the the style of business we have on the show. So I'm really excited. Do you want to start by giving us a little bit of an introduction into who you are and what your business is? All right. Well, my name is Jen. I have a YouTube channel where I read tarot and I talk about astrology. 
But even bigger than that, before I stumbled on the whole YouTube journey, I was a professional golfer and I'm very passionate about mindset. And anybody who does know about astrology, I have a lot of earth in my chart. I know we're going to talk about that later, but I'm also big on business and finances and, you know, building and just creating from that standpoint. So I like to incorporate a lot of that in my teachings, a lot of the manifestation and sort of subconscious mindset around building success, building successful platforms, successful businesses, and really just helping other people do the same. I think that's kind of my core passion and having fun, getting to create from a place that is just fun, you know, and get paid to mm-hmm. do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. I hear you resonating so much again. <laughs> yeah. How do you go from pro golfer to astrologer? Like that's such an interesting, I mean, we've never had anyone on the show who has been a pro golfer before or an astrologer. So I'm very <laughs> excited. <laughs> yeah. So I dedicated like my whole life to pursuing a career in golf or, you know, I went to college And in college, I studied PR, but I knew I wanted to play golf or at least attempt to. So once I had made it there and I started traveling and I'd be traveling every single week, I kind of had this, I made this decision that, you know, this isn't the life for me. But I learned a lot through my golf career because I would do yoga and I would meditate. So I started doing all of this stuff when I was really young to hone in on like the mental side of thing. Golf is such a mental sport. So I started kind of learning about my subconscious mind and doing all this mindset stuff when I was really young. And it was something I was really passionate about and passionate talking about it. And I also was just always the girl who was like, what's your sign and interested in spirituality. So even my nickname on tour was Zen Jen or everybody would come to me like, asking me what's going on in the stars right now. So I was kind of the the girl with that information. And after I'd quit playing golf, I really dove into my spirituality just to kind of figure out what's next in life. So I was doing Reiki, I was doing yoga, I was getting my Reiki certification, I knew I wanted to do something service based, and I wanted to have a platform where I could help people pursue their dreams and passions. And I would watch all these tarot readings because I was so lost. And then I kind of was like, why don't I have a channel reading tarot? Like I read tarot, I should start my own channel. And after like a year of saying that to myself, I finally just did it. And it blew up. And from there, I was able to kind of stack and build to create exactly what I wanted to create the service based business, you know, Oh my gosh, I love that. That is so cool. Before we talk about your channel, well, actually, we're going to talk about YouTube a bit later in the episode, but I just want to understand when you were young, like, you know, how old are we talking when you kind of got into mindset and manifestation and going to to yoga and meditating and things like that? And how did you get into that as a young person? So, gosh, I started playing golf when I was probably like, seriously, probably nine years old. Then I started competing at around 12 years old. And I had coaches. And, you know, a lot of I was really fortunate to 
be in the sphere of like, I had a really good friend who his dad was a, like a big time, um, golfer, like hall of fame golfer. I had like two hall of fame, two or three, like hall of famers around me. And I got to, I think it was like a by proxy. You, you listen to these people and what they say to you. And it's just like, it rubs off on you. And I think that's what like the great thing about the world and technology and social media now is like, all you have to do is like, listen to somebody talk who's done what you want to do. And it like unlocks something in your brain. So I don't know when I transition. But I know my dad would put like, sports psychologist this he had like the cassette tapes and every time we would drive to a tournament he would have these cassette tapes on loop and I remember it would drive me crazy like can't we just listen to music but somehow that like programmed my mind and I was so fascinated by by the mindset of it all and how like the confidence factor and things like that so I don't know. I I started really early, probably in high school, being more like disciplined with it. That is so interesting and so key to start so young. Oh my gosh. Mm. Wow. (laughs) So today I know that we're going to do a little bit of a live reading Mm -hmm. and full disclosure for anyone listening, I am not super in the loop in this space. So I'm going to need you to break everything down for me as a total beginner. Um, I want to understand just before we start the reading, what is the actual work of an astrologer? Like what does it mean to be an astrologer and do tarot readings and things like that? So I think there's so many different styles of like astrologers and tarot readers that it really just depends. For me, I like to use it as a tool, an intuitive tool to help my clients like find what it is that they're passionate about or what their purpose is or some kind of sense of direction or how can we unblock you? What's your current blockage? Things like that. But I mean, you could go to some psychics who are going to like predict the future for you. Astrology can do that. And I can do that with astrology. I just tend to lean more towards you can create your own future. So I don't like to pigeonhole somebody into the planets are saying like, this is your future type of thing. I like to be like, the planets are saying this is your potential. And once I get into yours, like you'll kind of see that it's pretty interesting. And it's spookishly accurate. And I saw a creator talk about this, that she was a scientist and they're like, how can you be a scientist and believe in astrology? And she was like, because it is science. When you look at astrology, not the stuff that you're reading in Cosmo magazine, but basically like the correlation, she's like, there's a difference between correlation and causation and correlation is science. When Mars is here, it means that after studying trends for years, this tends to happen when Mars is located here in the sky. And so there's some kind of correlation. We don't know what the causation is. That's where spirituality comes into play. But it can be really, really accurate if you start actually studying it, you know? And for someone like you who has studied it and and has obviously been kind of in this space for such a long time, 
can anyone be an astrologer or do you have to have kind of like a, just a, like a, gosh, I don't even know what the words are here, like a, like a feeling or do you study to be an astrologer? So you would study to be in astrology. Some people have like that strong intuition. I think we're all capable of being highly intuitive beings. It's just a matter of, it's like working with the muscle, but no, you would, you could like, you could start today and study astrology and become an astrologer. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Okay. Let's do the reading. I'm super excited. I don't know what to expect. I don't know how this thing kind of goes. So you take it away. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm just going to give you the basics because I'm guessing you've never heard what your moon sign is or your ascendant. No, I'm a Leo. Yeah. (laughs) That's all I have for you. (laughs) Yes, you're a Leo. But okay, basically, you have like this wheel and it's got 12 houses. So your rising sign a lot of people focus on sun signs. So yeah, you're a Leo. So that's like your sun is in Leo, but that's a 30 day window. And it points more towards your core motivations. And a lot of people get wrapped up and like, but I don't feel like my sign. And that's probably because it really doesn't have that big of an overarching, but that's like pop culture, right? It's like, oh, I'm a Leo. But you have your ascendant sign, which is essentially going to mark like your entire kind of path or your chart. And that is based off of like a two hour time window. So it's, and then it kind of shows where all your planets fall into. So for you, you're a Pisces rising, okay. which is important to know. Cause whenever somebody asks you now, you can be like, Oh, my rising sign is Pisces. Great. Which is interesting because Pisceans are known to be very spiritual or they have like very strong imaginations or ability to connect to like the ethers. So having that as your ascendant, you have some kind of strong ability. For me, looking at your chart, it probably manifests in your creative sphere or the way that you express yourself. Your moon sign is, again, it shows us where your emotional needs are um, or how you meet those, how to meet those needs. You have your moon in Capricorn. I'm also a Capricorn moon. Unfortunately, the moon doesn't like to be in Capricorn. So (laughs) it's in a little bit of detriment, which (laughs) just means that you have a lot of emotions. You just don't know how to process them all the time. And what's interesting... (laughs) That's spot on. (laughs) What's interesting is your moon is conjunct Saturn and it's in your 11th house, which makes sense to me because Capricorn is the sign of, it's like the authoritarian, the boss, the leader. It's all about career and how are we going to keep getting better? How do we grow? So the fact that your moon is conjunct Saturn, it tells me one, you're probably like, I don't have time for like anytime something emotional happens for you, you're probably like, I don't have time for this. Like I'm not, we don't have to, we're going to fall into the routine. And then on top of that, it's in your 11th house of friends or social circles. For me with the social media age, this to me is like represents social media as well. So the fact that you have a podcast that's all about female startups and starting your business and how to grow and scale your business. It just makes sense. Like 
I'm going to take on that moon maternal sense and like bring you guys into the fold and help you with practical advice about how we can take like facts over feelings. Okay. Let Mm -hmm. me give you like Mm -hmm. the practical, logical advice for how you're going to grow. But there's also Neptune is in this conjunction. So Neptune to me is always about the imagination, creativity. There is this ability that you have that's like very visionary. Like I think you have a lot of visionary qualities about seeing the future or like innovation and seeing where the future is headed. Um, Which is interesting because your sun, so here the sun comes into play And as a real deal astrologer, I would look at the house that it falls into. So like I said, you have 12 houses and they all represent different areas of life. So your Leo sun falls into your sixth house of routine, day-to-day health. So I would say that your day-to-day is a very important focus for you and because Leo is the sign of creativity and self-expression, this is so good because you really have consistent energy when it comes to creating and expressing yourself. But you also have what's called the south node. Our nodes are like our lines of destiny, let's say. So our south node can be interpreted as what comes naturally to us, but we need to move towards our north node, which is our line of destiny. And say South Node would be also if you were to believe in past lives, like this is something that a lesson that you're bringing in from your past life. But let's just look at it for this context as this is energy that comes naturally to you that you need to move forward with. So sometimes you might have a tendency to get really stuck in the mundane and get really focused on your day-to-day routine where you need to almost implement more of the bigger picture, like focusing more on your subconscious, more on the less on the how and more on like incorporating a little bit of spirituality into your life. And like, I have this vision for the future. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but it's going to happen as long as I keep visualizing this for the future. Cause I feel like for you, you get really, hung up in like your day-to-day routine and then it frustrates you because you're like, how am I supposed to get from here to here? And spirituality is going to help you do that. Or like some kind of spiritual, whether it's manifestation, whether it's like yoga or something that's going to expand your, your inner world and your subconscious mind will help you with that. That's so interesting. (laughs) (laughs) So then in terms of love, your Venus is in Virgo in your seventh house. So I do feel like relation, you, you like to be in a relationship, but you're very picky. You're very picky with who you enter into a relationship with. So I would ask you, are you married now or are you? I'm married, yeah. Okay, so I would go ahead and venture to say that the first person that you felt like kind of like was worthy, you probably married. The <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I mean, close, close. 
I, I had two, like I had one serious boyfriend, but okay. then I decided to move overseas, but we were together long term, yeah. definitely saw each other in that way. But then I really wanted to move. So I mm-hmm. moved overseas and then I met my now long-term partner slash mm. husband. And again, the same, like it very, um, could see a future with him. Yeah. And communication is probably something that's really important to you in relationships and also somebody who's active and who you can do, like you can learn with, you can grow with maybe, um, Also, I feel like you probably tend to go for partners who are more analytical than you are. Like they help you kind of, (laughs) they help you kind of practicalize some of the ideas that you have. But I do feel Mm -hmm. like you have, from what I can tell is you have a lot of, you have a lot of really big ideas, but your gap that you need to bridge is the not 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 getting stuck in like well that's not practical I have these like really big ideas mm. but how do I practically do that I'm sure if you were to look back on your life and be like well all of my success came from times where I was like I don't know how that's gonna happen but I know it's gonna happen type of thing you know wow that's so interesting and that's definitely very spot on. I'm someone definitely who has like the ideas and I'm very creative. And Mm -hmm. my husband is someone who is very like practical, pragmatic, knows how to get from A to B. He's much more, he studied a master of maths. He's very, (laughs) very analytical, (laughs) the total opposite of me. Oh, that's really interesting. Is that like with all this information, what is someone meant to do with that information? Well, so even kind of what I'm saying to you of like implement spirituality and like that is my sound advice to you is find some kind of spiritual development where you can learn how to either like start learning about manifesting, like reading, say, Neville Goddard or Joe Dispenza, start incorporating maybe a little bit more of the woo-woo into your life is going to really, really help you. What is the woo-woo? Well, woo-woo is like astrology and <laughs> I... I. But did, like, how would you incorporate that? I mean, like, do you mean like reading your horoscopes every day or do you mean like, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I think a starter pack for you is, have you heard of Joe Dispenza, Dr. Joe Dispenza? No. Start with Dr. Joe Dispenza, breaking the habit of being you. Okay. Start with, because then it's like you dip your toes into, say, Joe Dispenza or an Abraham Hicks. Have you heard of Abraham Hicks? Mm -mm. Okay. So see, you start dipping your toes into these things. And that's like, to you, that might be woo-woo. To me, I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes total sense. I'm currently studying hypnotherapy. So I'm learning all about like subconscious stuff and putting like the logical to the woo woo. So if you were to start reading those things, that's, it's going to help you. I'm going to start reading those things. Yeah. Whereas you're probably like, I want to read about Sarah Blakely and know like, what were the practical steps she took? (laughs) And I'm telling you, (laughs) if you expand to like, 
reading someone like, say, Dr. Joe Dispenza, who's just going to talk about like subconscious stuff that happens, it's going to help you kind of lead you to the path that you want to be on. Got it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. And so for someone like you, doing these kind of readings and, and tarot readings and birth charts and, and those kind of things, what is the business model for an astrologer? Like what are you, like how do you monetize? Is it monetized through the channel on YouTube? Is it monetized through courses? Is it monetized through all of the above? What's your business model? All of the above, I think. What it started off as was I would post on my channel, I would do readings 30-minute readings, and then I migrated into, okay, well, let me create like a tarot course. Let me do this. Let me do one-on-one coaching. Once I started like incorporating the astrology, because I was like, well, if I'm going to charge for astrology, I already knew how to do it. But I was like, if I'm going to charge for it, I need to do like more studying. So I took like a course. And then from there, I... I'll charge for sessions, but I kind of tweak them to, okay, this is personal development and mindset and kind of like how I just offered you that information. Like, what are your goals and the astrology or the tarot is kind of just like a tool that's incorporated, you know? Right. Okay. So you would kind of do what you've just done for me, but then incorporate maybe something like a 
a tarot card reading and and be like, this is what it's saying for the moment. Yeah. And that's the beauty of growing platforms on social media is you have, because for me, say my, what I was just telling you, my ultimate dream was like, how do I get to have passive income? How do I get to passive streams of income? That's what I'm most concerned with. I want the freedom to create whenever I feel like it. And that was like the beauty of growing a platform was I could create like a subscription service. I can sell digital products, but not everybody wants to put their time and energy into growing a platform. Mm-hmm. And your for your YouTube channel, I'd love to talk about this for a little bit longer because you have about 120,000 followers there. I think I read that you started in maybe 2018 or maybe you just said that. I can't remember. Yeah. But what was your strategy to growing the YouTube channel? Was it just consistent posting like, you know, X amount of times per week and that was it? Or was there more to it? Consistency. Consistency is the key for everything in life. And this was something that I translated from, say, my golfing career was that I was like, success, there's a recipe to success. And no matter what you're doing, whether it's like, I'm going to become a professional golfer, or I'm going to become a YouTube star, it's the consistency, you got to commit to it, you got to do it every single day. And I'm sure that's how it is with product based businesses and starting a podcast. It's like you've got to show up consistently and know that, like, the first couple months that you do it, it's not going to yield. Because that's like for me with golf, what I learned was like I spent 17 years playing golf. And of those, like, four, eight years, I didn't get an RO. Well, I got my college scholarship, so I got my college paid for it. But there were years of work that I had to put into it that I didn't get a return on investment until four or five years. Same with the YouTube. Maybe I didn't get the movement that I wanted in the first month, but I stayed consistent. And by like three to six months, it was working for me. So how many videos were you posting a week and when was it around the like three to six months you started to gain traction? I gained traction really early on, but I was able to like, I think in six months I had turned it into a six figure business. Right. But I was posting all 12 of the Zodiac signs for maybe three times a month. I was doing 12 Zodiac sign readings. So I was posting 36 videos a month. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of content. (laughs) A lot of content. (laughs) A lot of content. And okay, at the six-month mark, when you've turned it into a six-figure business, so it's doing over $100,000 at that point, up to um, a million dollars, yes. Just trying (laughs) to get my, my bearings right here. Somewhere in that space. How many followers did you have? And was it monetized through AdSense or was it monetized through AdSense and brand deals? So it was actually monetized through AdSense, but AdSense wasn't my big earner. My big earner was the subscription service. I'd sell like a $10 subscription 
to like extended readings or bonus features. And then that was like the big chunk of it. And then from there, it was like people would book personal readings with me or if I had courses. So then it was kind of like, like I said, I'd film 36 videos a month, right? But of those videos, I was making a passive income off of it from the subscription service. Wow, that's amazing. And so now are you still doing the subscription service or is it more AdSense because the channel is bigger? So I've been pivoting, which I think like it happens a lot as an entrepreneur, I would say. I kind of got, obviously I burnt myself out doing that much. (laughs) And you get so niche down that it's like, I don't want to get stuck in this niche. So I don't do all the signs anymore. I just do Virgo because my, it's like supply and demand. My Virgos are the ones who are just loyal and always showing up to my videos. So I do Virgo readings. I do like a collective reading. So I'm not making what I was back in the day with that. But I've also transitioned to where I'm studying hypnotherapy and I'm trying to expand beyond this niche. And whoever wants to come with me gets to come with me. And I think that's also any business that you're in, especially an entrepreneurial one, it's always great to take time frames to invest in yourself. So my hypnotherapy school is, you know, it's like a $7,000 investment, but it's something that's going to make me a better teacher, a better coach, and also just like help me with my own personal life. Yeah, absolutely. Last question on the YouTube thing. And then I I want to shift gears and talk more about manifestation and mindset. Do you think that in 2023, there is still potential to grow a YouTube channel the way that you grew it kind of like coming in being like, yep, I'm going to create like really consistent content at scale. Or do you think that it's shifted so much and now it's a saturated kind of thing starting a YouTube channel? I think that you can still do it. And and that's like, you know, the beauty of also having something like TikTok for me, I'm, I, I love the algorithm concept of TikTok and it's easier to film little short form videos. But again, it's a job. It's a job that requires you to be very consistent and to, like I said, expect that in the beginning, you're going to be like, am I doing this for nothing? But it's also learning. So I'll consume a lot of content, but intentionally, I'm looking at like, okay, what is working? What's not? And I especially do this on TikTok, because I was like, I had a TikTok that had 45,000 followers on it. And that it talks about astrology and spirituality. And I was like, okay, I want to niche out of this. And I stopped posting on it. So the algorithm kind of shot me out. I started one from zero on July 7th from zero followers. And now it's at, it's going to hit a thousand soon. And I had a video go viral. But again, it was me posting every single day, showing up every single day, even when I'm like, is this even working? So if you're creating good content, there's going to be people out there who want to consume it and learn from it. 
So I wouldn't, I wouldn't let that fear stop you of like, oh no, what if it's already too saturated? Yeah. And I think that's such an important message for anyone listening who's kind of been thinking like, damn, have I missed the TikTok boat? Is it, (laughs) is it too saturated? Like, I just feel like there is so much potential on TikTok specifically and YouTube shorts, I guess, as well. But it's never too late to start. Even on Instagram, really, I'm still seeing people who are starting Instagram accounts from scratch and just totally blowing up with consistency and high value content. Yes, exactly. I think it's about the value and the creativity or authenticity. That's why I love TikTok. I'm like, TikTok, people are always looking for new takes and people are just sitting there scrolling. Like even me, I'll, I'll catch myself just scrolling through sometimes mindlessly. Yeah, I, I have to really try and be quite <laughs> intentional about when I go on and what I'm doing it for because mm. I can get sucked into three hours of yeah. like laughing out loud at like stupid shit yeah. <laughs> that I have so much fun with. And then I'm like, oh, my God, what have I just done? And my friends are like, can you stop sending me videos? <laughs> I want to talk about manifestation and affirmations and mindset. I know that you talk a lot about this in your content. And I want to understand kind of like, you know, how to do that, how to use manifestation as a tool, especially in business. How do you, like you specifically, how do you envisage and kind of manifest and dream to get to the things that you want? So I have like a very simplified technique because again, I feel like manifestation is one of those buzzwords where people are like, oh, woo-woo, that's (laughs) woo-woo, and they immediately disregard it. But manifestation is really just about your subconscious mind, like what you're training your subconscious mind to be comfortable, the energy that you're training it to be comfortable in. So one of my biggest things is really the whole, there's like a concept around manifestation that's like in order to manifest, you have to act as if. So if I were to be starting a brand new YouTube channel, I, and I were the person who's like concerned of like, what if people don't like my stuff, then you're already from a subconscious level creating from this space Mm. of like, you know, whereas if I were to just already be the YouTuber with a million, 10 million subscribers, I'm going to show up and film content in a different energy and headspace, you know? Yes. Yes. hundred percent. So it's almost, and like, that's what I like to do with TikTok is I like to go look at, or TikTok or YouTube. I like to go look at people who are already successful and see like, what are they creating? What is the energy that they're embodying? And then I've recently become really big with the affirmations because I have like my three-step process where I'm like, okay, what is it that I'm trying to manifest? So say I want a YouTube channel with a lot of subscribers. I'm trying to manifest. Why do I want, why do I want a YouTube channel with a lot of subscribers and being honest with yourself? It's because I want to be famous. It's because I want to have a business that can yield back, like whatever it is, maybe it's not even for business. Maybe you just want to be a star. And then when you get clear on that feeling, then you can kind of quantum leap into the feeling like, well, I already am a star. I already am like a super celebrity. And then that's where the how kind of you have to give up the how. But what you can do is look at like, what is the blockages? 
what are the beliefs in my subconscious mind right now that are saying, well, you're not a celebrity. Who would ever care what you do? And it's normally like gets boiled down to like, I'm not enough. I have a fear of being seen. I am not worthy of having people give me their attention. I'm afraid people are going to judge me. Whatever it is, if you can get clear on that and then you start affirming the opposite and training yourself to believe the opposite. So maybe it's like going to be uncomfortable. It's like if you're going to the gym and you're going to work a muscle that you've never worked before, it's going to be sore. So the same with you have to give yourself the adjustment and the lag time. But say if my core belief was I'm not enough or I'm afraid to be seen, if I keep testing myself and putting myself out there and getting comfortable in the energy of being seen or even affirming to myself, it is safe for me to be seen. It is safe for people to give me attention. It is safe for me to whatever. Then in 21 to 30 days, 21 days, let's say to 60 days, your life is just going to look completely different just from changing the subconscious beliefs and operating from this new thought space, right? Mm-hmm. So from that new thought space and like if you have an affirmation that you're kind of like training yourself to believe, how many times a day do you need to be saying that? Like I feel like if I was to think about, you know, my negative inner dialogue or or if I have something that's blocking me, that could be like a million times a day that it comes into your mind. Or is that it? You just say it a million times a day. <laughs> so actually... <laughs> I have like a, cause I'm an overthinker. I am terrible at this. So what I learned in my hypnotherapy training is one, we're in trance when we're in trance multiple times throughout the day when we're on like autopilot. So when you're in the shower, when you're driving, so your subconscious is wide open. And these are the times that you're spiraling, right? Or you have a tendency to spiral. So what I started doing, cause the music that you're listening to in the car Either you need to have like a really pump up playlist, but you know, sometimes we listen to those sad songs and then our subconscious mind is like wide open for that. And it's like, ooh, it feels kind of good to feel sad right now. And then it'll keep spiraling. And then I've started listening to, and there's so many affirmation loops on YouTube. There's like one channel in specific that I really like because their voice is so soothing but I'll listen to those when I'm driving, especially if I'm reprogramming. Cause by the time you hit, it takes 21 days to form a habit. I'll go the extra distance to the 30 days. But by the time you do, if you do this for an hour a day where you hyper fixate on specific thoughts, so say this affirmation tape, I will be like, I am more than enough. I am this. And I'll go on my walk and I'll listen to affirmations and I'll repeat the affirmations your brain chemistry is going to naturally start thinking in the new way. So by 21 to 30 days, you're going to see that like your thoughts kind of don't even go where they went before, you know? And this is like where I, I have a little bit of fun with it and say I started 30 days ago, I started an affirmation. I was looking to manifest something totally different, but I was saying like, I am more than enough. I am a priority. I am loved and adored. I'm beautiful and sexy, all these things. And then 
what it did inspire me to do was get on TikTok every day and film videos every day and get excited about that. So that was kind of a byproduct of me making these affirmations and just kind of observing how my life starts changing, you know? Yeah, I love that. And I start showing up differently. Yeah, showing up in the version of the person you're wanting to embody or or become, essentially. You're just being that person. Yeah, I love that. And I think it's so important, especially for small business owners and business owners who we can get in that trap of feeling overwhelmed, not good enough, not understanding why it's not happening for us because it's happening for other people. And you can spiral really easily. I mean, I know I can spiral really easily. And so kind of, you know, working on what you're saying, like being in that, when you're in that vulnerable trance-like state, putting in real positive messages like on repeat on repeat on repeat to try and train your mind to be more positive yeah (laughs) I love that that's key wow thank you thank you for all these amazing (laughs) insights and and tips I love it what's your best piece of advice for anyone who is interested in in kind of being in this space or learning more about manifestation and astrology and all these things My best piece of advice is kind of like I said, like getting your feet wet, like start off, maybe don't go like into the deep end on your first thing or just starting off with trusting your own intuition too. Like we all have this and kind of like my best advice is what I just said is look at it as like, this is a muscle that I'm going to start working out. This is like, if I were to go to the gym and start a new gym routine. This is like something that is just going to benefit you on a mental level. And what's better than to do something nice for yourself? True. Very true. I love that. Hey, it's June here. Thanks for listening to this amazing episode of the Female Startup Club podcast. If you're a fan of the show and want even more of the good stuff, I'd recommend checking out femalestartupclub.com where you can subscribe to our free newsletter. We send it out weekly covering female founder business news, insights and learnings in D2C, and interesting business resources. And if you're a founder building an e-commerce brand, you can join our private network of entrepreneurs called Hype Club at femalestartupclub.com forward slash hype club. We have guests from the show joining us for intimate Ask Me Anythings, expert workshops, and a group of totally amazing, like-minded women building the future of D2C brands. As always, please do subscribe, rate and review the show, and post your favorite episodes to Instagram stories. I am beyond grateful when you do that. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Hey, it's June here. Thanks for listening to this amazing episode of the Female Startup Club podcast. If you're a fan of the show and want even more of the good stuff, I'd recommend checking out femalestartupclub.com where you can subscribe to our free newsletter. We send it out weekly covering female founder business news, insights and learnings in D2C, and interesting business resources. And if you're a founder building an e-commerce brand, you can join our private network of entrepreneurs called Hype Club at femalestartupclub.com forward slash Hype Club. We have guests from the show joining us for intimate Ask Me Anythings, expert workshops, and a group of totally amazing like-minded women building the future of D2C brands. As always, please do subscribe, rate and review the show and post your favorite episodes to Instagram stories. I am beyond grateful when you do that.